People sometimes ask me if I became the Ron Van Dam Show announcer because I love what Ron does and I love his comedy. Well, no. It's because Ron broke me out of a Tijuana prison back in 82 and smuggled me across the border in a suitcase in the trunk of a Yugo. And I still owe him for that. Muchas gracias, mi amigo. You're listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. The following program is brought to you in living color. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's The Ron Van Dam Show. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird, if you like that sort of thing. Hey, welcome to the program, it is the Ron Van Dam Show, which one am I? I'm in the title of the show. I was thinking of changing my name from Ron Van Dam to Mitzi McCall, but someone said that's probably not a great idea. Oh my God! Sorry, did I just yawn in your face? <laughs> I apologize because that wasn't right, was it? All right, that's fine. Well, welcome to the show. I don't know. I just don't know anymore. That's all I can say to you. I just don't even know. I have no idea anymore. I thought I knew everything, and now I know that I know nothing. That's what I know. I know that I know nothing. I do know something. I know that I know nothing. (sighs) All right. In order for this show to make any sense at all, and I know that's not materializing as promised, um, there are certain rules. So just let me do the show. Don't interrupt me, and we'll get along just fine. Please be quiet. Please be quiet, 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 please be quiet. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks. Shut up! All right. Uh, (laughs) I don't ask a lot. I ask that. I ask that of everybody. I don't interrupt people when they're talking. I simply just walk away in disgust. That's all. And I think they get the hint at that point. You know that Michael Jackson moonwalk? I'm able to do that. I just back it up. You know what I mean? I back it up. And all of a sudden, the people talking to me go, hey, Ron, where'd you go? And that's great. Okay. Oh, Wow. I was reading an article uh, yesterday, and I know that means nothing to you, or it means even less to me. Apparently, um, I was reading about aspartame, aspartame, asperclaim, aphishame, whatever you call that thing, the artificial sweetener. 
It causes problems. Too much of it can cause cancer. Well, what doesn't cause cancer in the long run? Yeah, I'm serious. Hey, don't pick your nose. That can cause cancer. How could it do that? I don't know, but everything does. So artificial sweeteners are not good for you. As a matter of fact, artificial sweeteners apparently um, addict you more to sweet things than just regular sugar does. Because artificial sweeteners are even sweeter than its equal amount of sugar. There are artificial sweeteners in a lot of things. They're called added sugars or sugar alcohol. That sounds good, doesn't it? Or I, I do like to have an alcoholic beverage. How about, how about sugar alcohol? Whoa, man, yeah. No, that's, it's not good. It's not good for you. As a matter of fact, the report says that having a small amount of sugar is better than having uh, artificial sugars because artificial sugar is made in a lab and that's where COVID began. I don't know if that's the case. I'm trying to t- tie the two together, um, but that's not true. Um, but it is made in a lab except for this uh, stevia stuff, which apparently is a, comes from a plant. I don't know where this plant is, but shove it in my mouth. It sounds tasty. <laughs> I'm on a plant food diet. Really? Yeah, I just eat stevia plants. They're sweet and apparently a good time. But artificial sweeteners made in labs, aspartame, aspergum, whatever it's called, not good. Not good. Not good. Um, here's the interesting thing. You know Coca-Cola and Pepsi. You familiar with these beverage companies? I've heard of them. Very popular amongst human beings. Uh, there was remember they had the Coca-Cola and then they had a Diet Coke, which has the aspartame in it, uh, and then they went to uh, the new Coke, and the only thing new about it was that they changed the name, and people were going. What are you fucking with that for? We love this. We love Coke. Why Why a new one? Who, who came up with this? And sales actually went down drastically. So they killed the new Coke. It was a, a, an intended uh, murder. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, yeah. uh, recently... Uh, they've been thinking about it for a while. They uh, changed uh, now the Diet Coke, which wasn't doing well in sales, to Coke Zero. Because apparently the uh, public is stupid. And I'll raise my hand and I'll agree. Yeah, that's true. Most of the public is incredibly stupid and uh, very, very much uh, can be manipulated by marketing. There's no question about that. Sad, but true. But the Coke people uh, apparently uh, sat around a boardroom, had some donuts, and said to themselves, you know, um, Diet Coke doesn't really say much about the sugar content. It just says diet, and, you know, I don't know about that, you know. Um, Actually, artificial sugars can actually cause you to have more of them, more of the product, and therefore you would actually gain weight. So the diet thing was kind of like had nothing to do with the sugar content. So they said, let's call it Coke Zero. What does that mean? It has nothing in it. It has no sugar. 
No sugar. Coke, zero. It's like, don't even talk about sugar. There is none. There is not a drop of sugar in, in within miles of this bottle. Zero. And I'm talking zero. You see what zero is? I mean zero. That means nothing. Nothing is even underlined with the word zero. Now you can get Coke Zero, and uh, it has absolutely nothing in it. But uh, what they decided was, uh, let's take the aspartame, as- aspartame out of it because people don't like that. That's an artificial sweetener that has a bad rap. So they took it out, and then you know what they did when they renamed uh, it to Coke Zero? They put it back in because <laughs> <And laughs> it's the cheapest one available. Uh my, what is the point, Ron? Why are you talking about this? Because artificial sugars, you got to be careful, man. You can't just ingest them not realizing that it's not the best thing for you. You're, you're drinking chemicals. Why there is no beverage company that sweetens their beverages and has zero sugar but uses the stevia plant? I guess there aren't that many stevia plants. I don't know who found this particular plant that has natural sugar in it. Probably a guy named Steve, right? I mean, why would they call it Stevia if Steve didn't find it? It could have been called Bobbia or Jobia, but it was Steve that apparently found this thing. I don't know how many Stevia plants there are. I've never come across one. Excuse me, Ron. Uh, Look at that. Is that poison ivy? No, it's Stevia. Are you sure it's not poison ivy? Well, why don't you try it? Oh, my God, it's poison ivy. Oh, I thought it was stevia. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. Miscalculation on my part. They look similar. What the hell? I'm sorry. Yeah, they have a little picture of the stevia plant on the uh, stevia boxes because you can buy the stevia in the, the, uh, you know, supermarket. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> you know that store that has all the food in it? Ron, it's called Supermarket. Seriously. Anyway, um, yeah, it has a little picture of the plant, and the plant looks a little bit like poison ivy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So be very, very careful. You know why? Because if I lose just one listener to this program, I'm screwed. So I want you to stay healthy. I was thinking of going to a plant-based diet, which means I can eat as much food as I want as long as there are a lot of plants around. Is that what that means? Ron, uh, you're having a fatty piece of uh, prime rib. Yes, but it's plant-based because, look, there's a plant on the table. Oh, okay then. I have changed my diet in one sense as if you cared... Uh, I don't eat prime rib or fatty steaks. I don't like fat. And when I'm watching uh, television, the cooking shows, I watch them every once in a while because I love to cook. Uh, When I'm watching them, they say, oh, you know, a little bit of fat in the meat is good for marbling. They make it sound so so attractive. It's, oh, it's marbling. With the fat is marbled in there, you see. You know, the white part that looks like marble, that's fat. But that's good for you because it makes it juicier. I don't want juicy. I don't want fat. I mean, I'm not doing the fat thing anymore. Did you even, did you ever, did you even, did you ever, ever have a meat steak or hamburger meat 
that had a lot of fat in it and you put it in a little container and you put it in a refrigerator. Oh, I can't, I can't eat all that. I'll have some more tomorrow for dinner or something like that. And you put it in the refrigerator and the next day you go into the refrigerator to retrieve that meat that you didn't have the day before and you open up the container and it has got that white pussy stuff all over the meat and it's fatty and slimy and greasy and that's congealed fat and the the immediate message to me oh my god that's what i put in my body yesterday <sighs> is there congealed fat in my bo- oh my god i'm not going to live past like three o'clock so I don't eat those fatty things anymore. I only eat lean meats. If I'm going to eat meat at all, it's got to be lean, 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 lean. <laughs> Which I guess if there's a lean on your property, well, at least it's not fat. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going more toward, um, I've never seen congealed fat on a chicken. Unless the chicken was overweight to begin with. So I, I've, I'm leaning more toward chickens now. And uh, what's plant-based? I eat a lot of vegetables. I eat a lot of uh, eggplants. I'm, you know, when you open up the eggplant, there's no egg in it. Have you ever noticed that? There's no egg in that thing. Why do they call things things that don't have the things in it? Why is that eggplant? It's, it should be called purple bulb. I think that's, it's a bulbous purple thing. Uh, There's no egg in the plant. What? Is that, if I drop an egg on the ground, will an eggplant come up out of the ground eventually? I don't understand the whole deal. But I'm not put on this earth or this planet in order to understand everything because I don't understand anything. Because what I do know is what I don't know. I don't. Don't I do know that I don't know. That's how I started the program, and that's how I'm going to end it. Because I like continuity. <laughs> you know, um, when life gets a little bit boring and a little bit um, stale, all you have to do is find a picture of a puppy dog and stare at it for like 10 seconds. Aww. It just changes your life. Any small little animals that are cute, we just we just salivate over those things. It stops us in our tracks. It's Aww. I know. If you ever want to have somebody melt in front of your eyes, show them a picture of a puppy dog. Babies not so much. Babies used to be a thing. Do you remember that? You remember when babies were a thing where if you saw a little baby, you went, remember, it was the same sound. I know. Now, when you see a baby, I know, yeah. Shut up! That too. Babies aren't as cute as, sure, your baby is. Yeah, your baby's cute, but everybody else's is not. I mean, we also make such a big deal out of having a baby. Well, we've brought a life into the world, but at the same time, kind of everybody knows how to do that. Even if you're not good at it, you can still bring the baby into the world. 
But uh, yeah, so I mean, babies now have been outranked in cuteness by puppy dogs, and you know what? I I I think it's fine. I think that's fine. I don't mind that problem at all. I'm going to take a short commercial break. When I come back, my guest is going to join us. He's a oh, I wouldn't say he's a weird dude so much to his face, but what he does is like really weird. So. That happens in a few minutes. Give the gift that says, I love you. The gift that says, happy birthday. The gift that says, get well soon. The gift that says, you're the reason I went into the priesthood. The gift that says, congratulations on not getting indicted. The gift that says, I want to cover you in warm chocolate pudding. The gift that says, good luck in clown college. The gift that says, thanks for removing my unsightly wart. The gift that says, sorry about giving you food poisoning. The gift that says, I'll see you in hell. The gift that says, remember the good times we had in prison. The gift that says, I want to make sweet love to you on the white sand beaches of Rio while your hot cousin watches. The gift that says, thank you for the kidney. The gift that says, you deserve all the best, but this will have to do. The gift that says, thanks Jesus. Whatever you want to say, you can say it beautifully with a timeless gift from Phyllis Gorman's House of Macaroni Art on Route 94 just past the Rotary, across from Sweaty Palmer's Adult Emporium. Andrew Howell joins us now. He's an award-winning graphic novelist. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Uh, Where are you today? What part of the uh, country or countries? I'm in Calgary, Canada. It's about 6 a.m. from here right now. So sorry. <laughs> okay, Andrew. Oh, no worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you, you are a, uh, an award-winning graphic no- novelist, as you probably know that. Uh, what exactly is a graphic novelist? A graphic novel first right. is, okay, take, take a book, take a graphic novel, Remove all the descriptions, replace them with images, and uh, keep all the dialogue. We all know what a comic book is, yes. probably Garfield and such, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's more long-form narratives, and I'm, ju- I'm one of the people who makes those for a living and for a hobby. Wow. How long have you been doing this? Almost uh, about a decade by now, wow. at, at least, you know, posting it online. I've been drawing since I was a kid. I understand that your online uh, web comics, uh, quote unquote, um, draws some pretty hefty numbers. Over yeah, over the years, yes, uh, popularity waxes and wanes, but certainly over the years, probably millions of hits, and at uh, times like fifty thousand views a week or so. Wow. Andrew, is doing a graphic novel, can you do things in that format that you probably couldn't do in other formats? I'd say so. Um, okay, compared to regular novels, for example, yes, I, I can show people what's actually in my mind's eye. Wow. Whereas, you know, if you're reading Lord of the Rings and if they're describing a particular castle, it's up to the reader's imagination unless they've seen the movie. Right. Um, and of course there's, uh, 
I'd say it falls short of other multimedia projects like movies because you don't have uh, music or uh, voice acting, things mm-hmm. like that. But in the online medium, there's, there's websites that are starting to add audio elements into it. So there's a lot of interesting things happening with technology. Yeah, your your illustrations are are quite fascinating. They're they're not exactly human, but they are. They're kind of uh, uh, morphs of of our society visually. Would that be accurate? I y- yes. The <laughs> my style, as described by my friends, uh, they say it's like if I took human anatomy and threw it in a blender. Yeah, it's ex- exactly. Yes, right. It's fascinating, even as it stands. Uh, it's a it's a fascinating way to to communicate. What is the target audience of of uh, this graphic novel and graphic novel uh, in in general? Well, graphic novels in general, it depends on the book, depends on the author. Some are for children, some are for adults, some are all ages. Uh, my book, Beyond. And for the record, it's beyond with an exclamation point at right. the end for the listeners. Right. Uh, beyond, I'd say, is more targeted towards teens, young adults, although I've exhibited it at a great number of shows across the country. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been surprised in the past, like you'll get octogenarians yeah. who show interest in it. Yeah. It it's it is what I tend to do on this show. You you take normal life and you 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 look at it differently. As most people walk through life and critique it and accept it and wander through it, you kind of look at it differently and you turn it around and say, "What the hell is this? What the hell do we actually do here?" Um, it's it's fascinating in that sense. Hmm. I okay. I I love exploring different philosophies on life mm-hmm. and and death beyond is a book about the afterlife and it has a great many supernatural elements and mm-hmm. most of the characters are ghosts mm-hmm. <laughs> and what i like to explore in a lot of my works is take a crazy idea and just run with it to the logical conclusion yeah and then beyond, the, the premise of the afterlife is we all go to the same place when we die, and we're all stuck there forever. And how do we deal with each other yeah. in that scenario? Yeah. Well, it's the same way we deal with each other in this scenario, I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of disagreements and not getting along. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Um, some people, uh, when I showed you, uh, when I showed some people your book, um, they thought that it was uh, dark, and I thought, okay, yeah, and I mean, it's it's. Uh, would you consider it to be dark? It's yes, it's dark in themes mm-hmm. and visually, it's it's literally dark. Yes. I use a lot of black ink uh-huh. to make this book. A decision that my publisher was uh, not very happy with. Really? Ink costs money, after all. Oh, I see. But I thought it was very appropriate for the subject matter. I see. Well, you're talking about dark backgrounds. I mean, color is expensive, too. But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, it's almost like a black canvas, isn't it? 
Y- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a canvas. I I wanted it to I wanted it to feel like a void. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we're looking into this dark pit, and this is the these are just some of the howlings coming yeah. from the endless abyss. Are are all of your works uh, in in this mode, or have they varied greatly? Uh, they they vary. Mm-hmm. They vary. I get very restless. Uh, beyond more dark, it's very cartoonish. Right. Uh, the style is very cartoonish, but it's um, it's dark. I've been working on a science fiction series, for example. I'd mm-hmm. say there's a lot more Japanese influence in there. Mm-hmm. I've been working on a post-apocalypse series, which is uh, actually inspired by um, Soviet propaganda posters. Mm-hmm. And I try to uh, make that one a bit more realistic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to play. Yeah, and you also, as I see you, you also cater to young children in in other uh, forms. Oh yeah, I'd um, okay. When I'm giving out books at conventions, and you get the young kids walking up with the parents who yeah. guide them around, yeah. I do have to tell the parents that. Yeah. Uh, for the record, I'd consider it PG-13, but, <laughs> you know, ki- kids these days, they're already consuming that yeah. sort of stuff. So. Yeah, well, they definitely are, and they're teaching their parents what that stuff is, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a very popular mode that you've, uh, that you've entered into here and what you've been doing, actually. Um, the book is called Beyond! Exclamation Point. And uh, it's it has been released. Is that correct? Uh, yes. If you go to my website jollybiscuit dot com, mm-hmm. I have a store page. It's available on a few different platforms, mm-hmm. and there's other places you can read it online. It will all be on jollybiscuit dot com. Fantastic. Uh, your artwork is incredible, by the way. Uh, your your mind is is certainly fascinating, but uh, the way that you communicate it is uh, is incredible. So, kudos on that. Certainly, it's it's different than most yeah. things that I see, and different is good. I like different. Okay, I get a lot of compliments about the color in the book, uh-huh. which I'm happy that worked out in the end because I. I'm a tad colorblind, uh-huh. okay. so I was making it up as I went along. I but see. Um, when I, I said it in the afterlife, yeah. that I can I can do whatever I want. The sky can be red, the the ground, the grass uh-huh. can be green. Yeah. So, yeah, and and no one no one will get upset. No, well, hell with them. Anyway, uh, hey, it's it's fascinating. Uh, do you have a website that people can follow? Uh, yeah, again, that's uh, jollybiscuit.com. All my social media handles are on there as well. And you'll be able to find all my other works there, too. Excellent. Pleasure speaking to you, uh, Andrew Howell. And it's beyond exclamation point. Take a look at it. You'll find it fascinating. Thanks for your time today. Well, that'll do it for me today. You've been wonderful. I don't know how you do this. I envy you in a way, but then when I learn a little bit more about you, I want nothing to do with you. 
I mean, you have your problems. I don't want to take them on. That's a problem with friends and acquaintances. You take on their problems too. You get this thing where you actually care about them. Ew. Ew. You get your fingers dirty. It's not good. It's such a responsibility to know people, you know? Oh, God. Did you hear what Bob did yesterday? No, I didn't. And to be honest with you, I don't care. Sure, it's like fun gossip and all that, but if you gossip too much, it becomes too petty, and I don't really care what happened to Bob. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to Bob. That was a horrible accident, but I don't care. Did you did you look at Sally's Facebook page? Did you see what she had for dinner last night? Oh, my God. Spaghetti and meatballs. And what a well-framed picture that was. Was that taken horizontally or vertically that that wow and it's on snapchat snap snapchat sorry it's on snapchat oh i loved a picture of look at the fine detail in the strands of spaghetti <gasps> sally must have had a field day with that sp- and look at the sauce dripping off the meatball <gasps> Sally, I envy you and your life. Oh, my. Did you see Sally's picture of the spaghetti that she had last? Oh, it should be her profile picture. It is so remarkable, Sally. What a wonderful life you have. All right, that's enough. Have a wonderful day. I wish you peace. Tomorrow? Cool.